Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good man, pretty good. Good, good. We are just a couple of weeks away from Fright Fest. It's, oh, it's, it's close, man. It is close. looming. Um, so yeah, this is sort of our last couple of normal shows prior to that big sort of extravaganza, which is going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, co- then all bets are off. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Like just to cram in all those movies and talk about them all, but it's going to be a great, great time. And of course, we're going to see you guys there as well. Um, but yeah, obviously we talked about it last week that there was kind of two major releases came out on the same day. Um, can't remember if we'd like lean towards which one we were going to cover first uh, on the show um it depends on what day we recorded really yeah because we went a lot of back and forth um but we went with the hearts in the end which is the movie that we were personally way more excited for um and also for fear of it just not being shown next week (laughs) (laughs) um which was of course unfriended dark web um so yeah we're gonna be talking about this movie this week and then of course we'll we'll go see the meg next week for you guys um so yeah you've got that to look forward to um so yeah before we, we yeah exciting times um but yeah before we get into that discussion there is a tiny little bit of news um it's really interesting that this one is like it kind of popped up on the news because it's a movie that we've talked about i think the last couple of weeks now um where it kind of branched off um a suggestion we got on twitter um of course which you can follow us at shb pod um and we're always loving the interactions on there and of course the recommendations that you guys send in um but one of our long-term listeners, uh, Kat, sent us a recommendation of Hell House LLC, um, which we've both watched uh, and both really enjoyed as well, didn't we? I, I know you liked it, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so, yeah, and then kind of as we well. – yeah, um, we were obviously looking it up after the fact, being like, oh, I remember you randomly looked it up on the show and was like, oh, they're doing a sequel. Um yeah, and we were kind of yeah, we were like, oh, okay, we'll keep our eyes peeled for this one. And kind of over the course of the last week or so, we've now got um, a trailer for this, which is now out that people can watch, um, and a release date, um, which is September fourteenth. Uh, so this movie's out really soon. Like again, we got a crazy amount of awesome stuff to watch. Um, so our backlog was already getting busy again. Um, yeah. We- which yeah. Are, yeah, which of course is like a good problem to have. It's good that we have these interesting movies to watch. Um, I just worry that if we get to a point where we're in December and we have like five of these on our backlog that we really, really want to see. Yeah, we're just going to have to like smash them out because some of these do sound really interesting and we don't want to miss them out. Um, but yeah, this is 100%. Hopefully this is going to be what we cover. You know, September is going to be a very busy month. Again, kind of the end of August going into obviously this upgrade finally comes out over here. Um, I know Slender Man has just come out in the US, but we get that sort of later as well. Um, yeah, might december 1st yeah hopefully um or hopefully not because i don't really want to see that movie anyway um but yeah hell house 2 looks cool i'm excited for it so yeah that's pretty cool um another sort of trailer news and we can kind of tie this in because it's interesting that i was going to talk about this on the show anyway because it came out this week um but we ended up seeing this trailer didn't we before um we saw unfriended um Mm. So it was pretty cool. Like, uh, we saw free trailers as well that I kind of wanted to talk about because it was actually one of the more enjoyable sort of trailer experiences prior to seeing a movie. Um, but this one was for this new, uh, British sort of horror comedy coming out, um, called Slaughterhouse Rules. Um, it's, when, when was it? This was October, wasn't it? Or Halloween, I think they said, uh, didn't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, again is just, time. just, yeah, October 31st is literally the release date of this one. Um, nice. which is crazy. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's starring, uh, of course, Simon Pegg is one of the lead characters um very much in that Shaun of the dead style obviously nick frost is in there as well um i mean yeah it was a, it was a fun trailer wasn't it to see on the big screen yeah it was cool um i said to you kind of seeing the trailer i was pretty excited my only fear is that it's got a 12 rating mm. um and i was saying to you I, I wish i'd have kind of you know bump it to a 15 you can just get a little bit more in there but um you know, hopefully, it seems like it. You know, we still have some good kind of laughs and a bit of tension, which is, you know, what we got from Shaun of the Dead. Really, if it's something like that, I'll be buzzing. Yeah, um, definitely. This or is kind. Cottage. Yeah, all oh, the cottages are so good. Um, we did that as a forgotten horror, didn't we? At some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, this looks in the style of sort of Harry Potter, so it is more of a kind of toned down version as opposed you to like because <laughs> obviously Shaun of the Dead is like aping on Dawn of the Dead you know which is like a, a very gritty hardcore horror movie whereas this is more like oh what if Harry Potter had horror elements so 
it looks cool um and it was a really fun trailer as well to see on the big screen a few definitely funny moments as well it definitely looks more of a comedy but like i'm actually in the mood for that like we haven't really covered a sort of a horror comedy in a while i don't think no we haven't had one in a while have we no like last year there was a major one this year yeah i don't think there has been um girls had moments but it wasn't yeah tragedy girls had moments ghost stories definitely was like had some hilarious moments but i wouldn't consider it really um but had some amazing like i I recently rewatched that again and like the the middle segment in that is just like one of the most amazingly crafted not only horror but hilariously good comedy as well um really really enjoyed it um but yeah this looks cool um obviously we we saw a couple of other trailers as well which we have uh, briefly talked about on the show um we saw the overlord trailer um which yeah, i was super cool excited game. to see man oh god seeing it on the big screen i was like this looks amazing like it does just look like wolfenstein I don't um know how this is getting a theatrical yeah i i don't know but i'm very very happy uh it just looks awesome and, um and then the other trailer was one that i'd already seen but you hadn't seen was for the nun um mm. which i remember saying at the time was like surprisingly decent what did you think of this trailer yeah, it, was. it was it was definitely surprisingly decent mm. um that's the final bit scared the shit out of me oh yeah it was good yep. yeah yeah <laughs> uh and yeah it, it looked you know it looked interesting my only fear is that um the nun is a terrifying character in the conjuring and just looks terrifying mm. the second you see her um as as did annabelle mm. um in the in the conjuring movie and in the trailers but turn out to be turd so i'm a little bit worried that you know we are getting false hope that because it looks spooky in a trailer will it transcend into a fe- feature length movie but mm. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic at this point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think obviously the the main thing which goes without saying really is that it needs to be a good film. Like, obviously, uh, Annabelle just was a god awful film, and Annabelle Creation had some cool ideas, but ultimately wasn't a good film either. Um, so obviously, if this is a good film and it's starring a really, you know, we we both like the nun uh, uh, character, and obviously we love the Conjuring too. So, like, I'm I'm excited for this one. I like that it is kind of like set in a more different period. It definitely doesn't feel like like Annabelle just felt like it was aping the conjuring in in every single way um whereas this doesn't this feels like its own like fresh thing um so i kind of want them to lean more away from the conjuring obviously i know the trailer is very heavy with it you know it says the conjuring it says annabelle and all this stuff because they're trying to draw in that audience but hopefully when you actually watch the film it does feel like it's more of like an original thing um so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well like you say it's, it's crazy man there's so many like big releases still to come this year um which is really awesome um this next one is kind of a, a little bit of brief sort of update on uh, the Purge TV series. Um, not a huge amount to say. Like, I, I just keep forgetting that this is even coming, let alone coming really, really soon. It's one of those things where I just, uh, you know, it had been in talks for a while. And mm. it's something that I just thought would never happen. Yeah. Let alone it's it's out in like three weeks. It starts early September. <laughs> um yeah so it's apparently a 10-part television event they're calling it's obviously 10 episodes um and they kind of released a bunch of like uh, character posters um you don't need to look it up because it's exactly what you'd expect you know there's one of like a a pink mask with a band-aid on it and there's kind of you know all this different stuff um is there a donald trump mask there isn't no um yeah surprisingly unpolitical the posters so far um the tagline is uh (laughs) me three times already they're not going to troll me this time i'm getting ready for the political propaganda (laughs) um the the tagline is will you hide or will you will you seek which i think is pretty cool um because obviously that is kind of the the take on the purge (laughs) um but yeah, it's weird. Like I like you say, I just wanted to bring it up because, like you say, I can't believe this is even a thing, let alone the fact that it's out really, really soon. Because, um, yeah, there's going to be like a few, again, more TV shows to, to talk about coming the end of the year, which is pretty yeah, cool. Um, yeah, you know, we don't get sort of Black Mirror. Obviously, we still had Black Mirror sort of the start of the year. Um, no Stranger Things and, and all these other shows. But at least we get to talk about American Horror Story, The the Purge. I'm guessing The Walking Dead starts soon. Like... <laughs> Oh, amazing. Um, you can tell me how Rick gets killed, which will be hilarious. Zombie car. <laughs> um, 
Um, but yeah, that's the news. Uh, a little bit weak this week. Oh yeah, I was going to say there was a tiny. I was just going to crowbar in a tiny little hype train update. Um, oh, it's about time. It's been- yeah, because I was thinking like we haven't talked about it in a while, and like obviously we, it, it's very tongue in cheek. The fact that we want to talk about it every week because all we're doing is making it worse for ourselves, like the wait. Um, <laughs> because the movie is so goddamn far away. Like it, it's better for us if we just forget this exists for six months and then come back to it. But where's the fun in that? Um, so one of the things that was kind of coming out was uh, Rob was tweeting the kind of character posters on his Instagram page Um, and and, you know they've been pretty cool so far but there was the one that we were of course waiting for um, which of course was our boy Richard Brake Um, so yeah his his, his character Winslow Foxworth Coltrane aka Foxy um, we sort of get our first look and yeah it's just great to see him like it it's one of those things where when you see this like poster it reminds me not only that a this is movie is a thing which i still can't believe like can you like can you believe that rob's new movie is like a sequel to devil's rejects like that still just blows my mind um then you couple with that the fact that richard is in the movie as well like our favorite you know actor by far from 31 like it it still feels like you know pinch me and i'll wake up sort of thing because i just don't know how we somehow willed this into existence (laughs) um like can you imagine when we actually see this movie like because i really can't like it's going to be really surreal fright fest next year yeah like if we hopefully obviously i fingers crossed and that's the one thing i pray is that we do get to see this on on a big screen in some capacity um because if we sit down like in a cinema ready to see this movie like i just can't believe it's actually going to (laughs) happen um but yeah like like we're we're gonna have to go to some sort of premiere no matter where it is like we have to make sure we're there (laughs) like yeah we're off to texas (laughs) so please rob like at least put it somewhere in the united kingdom um you know even if we have to travel to somewhere absolutely insane but yeah glasgow fright fest Uh, i mean we'd do it like we'd have to do it like um i've always wanted to go there but yeah um (laughs) talking myself into it already um but yeah, a movie that is out that we also were very excited for, based upon sort of the trailer and earlier this year. Um, shall we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about Unfriended Dark Web. So obviously this movie is a semi-sequel to Unfriended, um, pretty much only in name. Like, I've only seen Unfriended once when it came out. Uh, I can't remember when it came out. Was it sort of 2015, around that time? Uh, yeah. Um, so let's have a look. Um, 2014. Oh, okay, it's so quite a while ago now. Um, so I can't yeah. really remember specific you know, character names or references to, to if there is anything in this movie to kind of somewhat link it um no, you know, after watching this movie i'd be surprised if there was any linkage yeah um, obviously it's it's still kind of i guess the style of the movie is really the only yeah. thing isn't it you know it's all set yeah, on a computer screen like when we talk about a cloverfield movie and hmm. what that means um you know this this is this movie is a, is an unf- in the unfriended world because uh it is set entirely from a computer screen hmm. so you the uh film starts on the um apple mac loading screen yeah and then we see someone basically trying to guess a password Mm. um which was a little bit cheesy yeah Uh, i kind of appreciated it like the different variations and that but it kind of overset it's welcome a tab yeah i I liked it it was more the end of it was a bit odd like the way he got onto the computer was a bit ridiculous especially when you think about how important this laptop is in the movie (laughs) yeah i enjoyed like the whole uh, password capital p for password yeah password one and all that yeah but yeah as soon as as soon as we get on um we basically um then get introduced to our main character, uh, Matthias, mm. who's basically controlling this laptop throughout. Um, yeah. The, the webcam kind of pops up with him on it, and then he he very quickly gets involved in kind of group video chats. And this is where we get introduced to all the other characters in the, in, the, in this movie, um, basically via video chat or video feeds in some way, shape, or form. Um, and um, one of the cool things which, which we said about afterwards is this... Um, lots of these movies have to create like a really 
cheesy Skype and Facebook and you know Google and everything ripoff mm. that just it it's frustrating because it just takes you out of it and you're kind of laughing at it. They're like, oh, you know, friend, friend, you know, face friend finder, and it's just like, oh, just, just, why can't you have Facebook? But like, this movie has all the licenses for everything, mm. which is really refreshing and just makes it feel much more genuine that you're watching something that's like you know a real thing yeah um so i think that sucked me in instantly more than some of these other movies um and yeah we basically um once we meet matthias um we're first introduced to amaya who's his uh girlfriend mm. um and kind of we're in, we basically can see that their relationship is a little bit kind of um what how would you say that they've, they've is strained. Be having tr- yeah, they're having troubles and kind of he's desperately trying to kind of win her, you know, back really. Um and um Amaya is uh deaf, so she's lip breeding him over the, the screen and they're kinda of doing sign language and that sort of thing, slash typing. Mm. Um One of the things that I thought was quite cool about this is whenever they do sign, there's no subtitles or anything like that. They're really keeping you in the experience. Yeah. And and the sign language is used subtly enough that it doesn't you know we're not watching it for like five minutes not having a clue what's going on. Mm. Um, I quite enjoyed that. Um, and then and then basically Matthias then um, goes into a, a video chat with a bunch of friends. Um, they they all meet up on a you know regular basis for for online kind of game nights. Yeah. Um, so like they they were playing kind of Cards Against Humanity but but via video chat. Yeah. You know so they're all at home doing it. Um, and we're introduced to a bunch of characters at this point, and all of them, like, I thought were were really good. There, there was none that I disliked, and and most of them were really interesting and kind of entertaining throughout. Mm. Um, which is which is a real relief for these sorts of movies because these group of characters can sometimes be completely unbearable. Yeah. Um, Especially with with obviously this type of movie, you kind of know that it's not really going to be front loaded with horror. You know, it's going to be that kind of introduce you to the characters and just exist yeah. in their world for a while. Like, I always think about, like, Cloverfield as, like, the main sort of one of this type of, oh. you know, obviously that's different because it's fan footage, but it's very much like, here's just these characters existing for the first 20 minutes, and, like, you really get involved with, you know, the character development, their relationships, their their interactions with each other, and all of that stuff. Um, And, and that that's what this movie does really, really well. Like, I was loving just hearing them all talk to each other. Um, yeah, it's the opposite to something like um truth or dare that we saw earlier yeah. in the year the all of those characters were just really uninteresting and mm. just uh, you know having these issues that made no sense that just got really frustrating um whereas yeah i really liked all of this like you said and i think uh the thing that's really cool as well is kind of as they're having the conversation matthias is kind of exploring this new laptop mm. um that he's got because yeah that's something i didn't mention that he's basically got this new laptop and that's kind of what what he's booting up at the start um and he originally says to his friends that he got it off craigslist mm. um, secondhand um and yeah he's kind of digging around and he um finds out that it's already logged into a load of different accounts like facebook etc yeah um and he starts getting like a load of messages uh, to the person that's logged in on facebook um and he kind of ignores them and then, then kind of reads a couple and gets more sucked in. And they, they the, the person that's messaging straight away kind of says, like, who are you? You're not the owner. You're not whoever. I can't remember the guy's name now. Uh, well, the guy who owns the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Ron or something, isn't it? With Sharon. Yeah, but it's not his name, isn't it? it, it, it on, on Facebook, he's... Oh, yeah. He has a different name. Yeah. I don't know. Remember. Anyway, he's... um Because it's like... it's is Charon backwards, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Noah, yeah. Noah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Noah C, yeah. Yeah, Noah C. And, um... Yeah, so... You know, the, he's starting to get these messages, and he's basically, um... Figuring out that his laptop is a little bit more than, than what he kind of first anticipated. Mm. Um, and starts to get more and more sinister messages. Um, and him and his friends end up getting kind of sucked into um you know a whole load of trouble with the laptop i don't really go, want to go into it too much more just yet I yeah because there's a lot to unpack um 
but you know it, it, it basically the person whose laptop it is you know starts to communicate with them and start to try to get it back and and threatens the group as a whole um and it kind of spirals from there really hmm. so yeah what did you think of this beastie um wow i mean i was kind of blown away by this movie really like i i, I was ex- you know we were excited for this movie um because mm. we like these types of films you know we talked about our love of the den and, and other movies and i think that it's really something that i really want there to be more of like the social media style horror um internet horror you know using these platforms in an interesting way in a really good horror way and this movie has probably done it better than i can remember any other movie doing um because it really feels like genuine like obviously with these types of movies you do have to take like certain leaps of faith and you have to be like in it you know and like i was definitely in this for the ride from the get-go you know once that boot up screen was there i was just invested immediately and it really kept me oh, gripped yeah, it, didn't, it didn't it didn't lose my interest no credits rolled. no like the entire like you say this is a, this is a tight movie with no lols and it really keeps you going and like you say without unpacking everything that happens like there is so much good content and story with like every single character like they all have interesting stuff going on mm. that i can vividly remember um there's only like we i think we said off there there's only really one character who is throwaway um and she's yeah. kind of like you know she just doesn't really have much screen time you know like she's just there um whereas like yeah she wasn't she wasn't you know annoying we just no. didn't get no backstory for her and then she was gone before we got a chance to know anymore yeah whereas like every other character like you've obviously got the main kind of hook is matthias you know he's the he's the screen that we see um he's the one who's he's trying to find hard. all the yeah he's trying to he's find good, out he's a good hard yeah he's good um he's a very very good performance um but yeah he's the one who's like exploring the computer and he's like trying to talk to his girlfriend and he's trying to talk to this group chat um and obviously event to begin with it seems like he's being a bit shady and not been telling them the truth and just as his character develops like really believable and really interesting i thought as a lead character um yeah. but then outside of that like some of the strongest side characters i've seen in any movie this year um particular sort of i thought damon's character was really interesting um yeah. and then aj is kind of like aj's a character that exists in a lot of horror films um he is the, co- the character that the 80 percent of the time i despise yeah and he's like, like my favorite yeah. character in this movie like he's he's not only is he hilarious but he's really like endearing as well in a fun way um he was the one that i felt the most attached to just watching it and was kind of like that was going to be the most disappointed if something happened to them sort of thing he, he was the one as well where the um you know you that character most of the time is a hit and a miss because mm. it's too too much yeah but like because he, he is basically the comedy kind of you know mess about bloke you know a member of the group that always says the inappropriate thing at the inappropriate time yeah but like a couple of the things that he ended up saying um was just so perfect and you could imagine like that person in your group of friends saying that yeah um in particular um to the two of the characters announce an engagement and like the way he just asks one question that then just completely like derails the conversation and makes everyone awkward yeah was just like so like cringeworthy and mm. just so it, it felt it felt honest yeah and he, yeah. he's really interesting as well because he's the one who's kind of the most sort of switched on the most like woke character there is you know or, or believes he's a woke character you know he talks about he goes on a rant really early on where he i can't even remember what he's ranting about um but they i think they yeah they i think they end up muting him and just like talking over him because and you can just see him in the bottom hand of the screen yeah matthias mutes him and goes back to his facebook because kind of you know during this movie we're primarily in a skype group chat yeah but matthias will periodically kind of minimize it or or mute it and kind of open other screens and go back onto facebook or start exploring the computer Mm. Um, you know and that sort of thing i i um i enjoyed as well that like sometimes he'll like damon is kind of like the the computer geek or knowledgeable for that sort of thing so matthias has a couple of points where he'll just send damon like a direct message and yeah I, i thought that was that's the sort of thing that you just kind of would do and you know it but it you know i i like them showing it like i say it felt genuine which yeah. is the most important thing with these movies yeah definitely um, and i think i think damon was probably one of my favorite characters i just really liked everything he kind of did was just you know done done really well and kind of really um 
I liked how he kind of always thought he had the answer and, and then kind of slowly realized he was getting himself in more and more of a mess towards the end. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing that I really enjoyed as well was like, obviously seeing this on the big screen, um, was, I thought was really cool because obviously, it's all on this a computer screen. So, like, mm. you could watch this at home, either on a computer screen or, like, on a laptop or even on your TV, and it would you would still get a really fun, good experience. But, like, there was something about seeing this type of movie on the big screen that I just really enjoyed because there is so much going on with the screen, um, and they do a really good job of filling the space, like you say, w- with the group chat being pulled to the side, with him opening other windows, with him getting these pop-ups of Facebook notifications from this other account that has been logged in. Um, there's a lot going on and i I like the idea of you know it's on a big screen so you really can see all of that space because i think that maybe if we're to watch this sort of if this was like an on-demand and watching a home type movie it might have felt a bit cluttered at times and i'm curious how that would play out like i obviously i definitely want to rewatch this movie um but i I do i do enjoy the thought of watching this on an ipad yeah (laughs) yeah really immersing yourself in it yeah the headphones and that because i think that's how i originally watched a couple of these movies yeah and it, and it does really suck you in because you're almost like, you know, you're clicking yeah. on an app to start playing the the film and then and then suddenly there's a load of apps popping up and everything and it just feels like, you know, you could be pressing those buttons. Yeah, because it obviously, you know, you're seeing something that you don't normally see, like seeing Facebook on this ginormous screen, you know, it's not normally something that you do. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely an, an element to that as well. Um, but, yeah, obviously, before we sort of massively get into it, like just overall, like I really, really love this movie. Like I highly recommend people check it out. Um, I think that it's really like gone under the radar and, and it's really disappointing because a lot of the movies we see for the show, they're usually the ones that are really good, do get the, the credit they deserve. And this is one of the few, along with like a couple of others in my mind that I can think of now, like a Gerald's Game is, is a prime example of that as mm-hmm. well, where like, you know, you, it comes out, it gets like a decent reception and you think, oh, that's okay and then when you eventually get to it you see it and you're just like why was not why were people not raving about this movie um and that's how i feel about this really like i think they've done a this was by far the biggest surprise of the year yeah like i feel like they've done a big disservice to this movie really like one in its marketing and two i feel like maybe like obviously they wanted to get some sort of cachet with the unfriended title but i think that you know as we touched upon at the start of the show kind of thinking that movie was okay but in terms of the tone and everything like obviously what that film is about like it's it, it was a supernatural movie at the end of the day um which is obviously all the rage right now but this movie is like completely not that it's everything that that happens is supposedly you know could happen to you um yeah this movie is very dark as well very dark yeah we've not touched on like um oh it's a brutal film get unpacked it's very dark and kind of keeps getting darker throughout and i think the type of people that are going to see an unfriended sequel because they want to see an unfriended sequel don't necessarily want that yeah and the people that want that aren't gonna watch an unfriended movie Mm. so so it does do itself a disservice yeah Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with everything you said. I think, you know, I, I would thoroughly recommend this. This is, this is, you know, definitely one of the best movies we've seen this year. For yeah, me. Like, 100%. Th- thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, like I say, there's there's no lulls in the movie at all, which is what's so good about it. And something like this is, st- there's not been, a, you know, a crazy amount of these types of movies so far. So when you see one, it does feel fresh. Hmm. And then, um, as you said, I think this is the best one that we've we've seen so far of this type of movie. Now it just um, it really goes places that you don't expect it to go, and it's also very clever. Yeah. Like as we get into the kind of, um, you know, the the horror elements of this, and kind of characters, you know, having kind of confrontations and that sort of thing. Um, they're all handled like really well, and um, you know, like I say, it's the thought that's gone into everything um that i really appreciate that mm. everything feels pretty tight and um you know right up to the last few minutes when things start to go kind of even more crazy um you know it really does a good job of still thinking about everything and adding like more than it needed to i was already happy then it kind of did did extra things that made it even cooler yeah um, definitely so yeah i think that you know, I think everyone should go check this out and you know check it out in the cinema while you can because it's not going to be there for long. 
No, definitely not. Um, w- one thing I thought was really interesting was obviously if you look back to the first Unfriended movie, like it pretty much you you could make that same movie and take away the gimmick of the computer. Like it really was just a gimmick because it was a, it was a haunting movie, you know, with this kind of like ghost of this girl attacking these people for what they done to her. Like I actually thought the story of it was kind of interesting prior to the ghost stuff. Um, so like the actual computer was just a way of telling that story, but it wasn't vital to the story at all. Whereas coming into this movie like everything about this is really vital for the fact that it is on a computer um i think they use like the the use of the internet extremely well um you know there's multiple yeah, times terrified to go on the internet oh 100 like we were we were joking about it after the fact we were like well we can't record the next show on skype um but it really like coming out of the way from this movie <laughs> that won't save you um <laughs> Yeah, like, coming away from this movie, it really does make you wonder about these sort of things, and really, like, there are multiple moments, obviously, we we don't want to go into, like, spoilers yet or anything, but there are multiple moments leading up to, obviously, this is a horror movie, characters get killed, Um, there are specific moments leading up to that which feel really real, and really dark and gritty, and it isn't this, like, clever as well, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, it isn't this fantastical movie where, like, oh, a ghost came and you're dead now. Like, it's not that type of movie. It's like a, no, they use the internet in a really clever and seedy and bad way, and that's how they killed you. And that is something that can definitely happen in today's world. And, like, that's why I thought it was fantastically used in this movie, where, coming away from it, like, this movie just hits you over the head with, like, it kind of almost feels like Black Mirror in a way, where like or like old school Black Mirror of how people mm. felt watching that show, where like so many people would be like, "Oh, this movie, this show is so anti-technology and like makes you not want to use type things." And I never really got that, especially now, like the most current seasons, I don't really get that feeling at all. Um, whereas this no. movie coming off the end of it, I was like, "That was ninety minutes of them telling me that the internet is a terrible, terrible place," <laughs> yeah. and I thought that was interesting, you know, as yeah. like a, as as a message for the film um but yeah, yeah like I think it's interesting as well I, I don't know if you looked but the director mm-hmm. so the director um steven susco right um he this is this is his um directorial debut wow but he's credited for writing the grudge oh, okay so i don't know whether it's just the that was ages ago the Ameri- it, i think the screenplay for, so it's the screenplay for the american grudge hmm and then the screenplay for The Grudge 2 as well. Right. And then kind of, you know, a little bit, story for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Oh, and then right. he wrote and directed Unfriended. Right. So <laughs> kind of, you know, been around horror for a while, but not, you know, not churning out a great deal. But then yeah. kind of suddenly writes and directs this movie. Yeah. You know, and for, for a directorial debut, to, to, for something this tight and something that's so well crafted. Yeah. I think it's crazy well done. Oh, yeah, like, all the things that we're talking about now, like, 99% of those stem from great direction. Like, and, yeah, I, I'm glad you called him out for that, especially as it is his debut, because, man, that is an incredibly impressive debut. I know. Um, Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we want to unpack a little bit of what's, what's you know, going on in this movie and uh, give, a, give a spoiler spoiler alert yeah like we're not gonna go massively into it especially the sort of the ending stuff but no just more what this is about a little bit maybe the odd thing that happens to characters that sort of thing but certainly not the finale yeah i mean obviously like the title of this movie dark web you're you're expecting some stuff and their kind of take on the dark web is is uh an interesting take and it is one that is seen in a couple of other these type of movies um it immediately goes down the sort of snuff avenue um it's kind of it's kind of like hints of hostel in there as well um massive hints of hostel um yeah like people obviously paying for like basically yeah discovers like a hidden app called the river yeah and it, it basically um, logs him in to um, the dark web, basically. Mm. Um, and and from there we see that he, he you know, the, the the owner of the laptop basically was in this, you know, dark web version of a chat room where everyone is called the same name. They're called Charon, just with a, a Roman numeral before mm. at the end of their name. Um, and basically. From what they discover early on, relatively early on anyway, is that um, people were paying the owner of this laptop to murder and torture people in a very kind of, you know, um, it was almost like ordered way. You know, they, they would order their exact kind of method of death and 
the you know the owner of this laptop would carry it out and film it and then kind of you know give the video to the person that ordered it um so it's a very hostile like mm. um and kind of uh really terrifying uh when you think about it why didn't they just uh, call this movie hostile dark web <laughs> well, i know, I know. <laughs> uh I, I, because kind of um you know the, the final video is of a girl that's asleep and then kind of someone breaks into her room and he's kind of it, it, it looks like he's almost marketing her like he, he goes in and basically kind of um just stands at her bed and then kind of like you know pretty much winks at the camera mm. basically to say like you know who's going to be the highest bidder <laughs> you know and it's um it's it's just really terrifying and really dark when mm. you're watching it um and then you know soon after that the 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 character directly um uh messages matthias and basically says like i'm on to you and uh um he's basically managed to locate um matthias's girlfriend amaya Mm. and basically says to matthias like if you don't do as i say um i'm gonna kill her and he basically wants Matthias to stay in the group chat and keep all of his friends in the group chat because he's very nervous that um, that, that one of them will know what's going on and contact the police if they go off the group chat. And yeah. He's basically going to monitor the group chat whilst Amaya travels to Matthias's house and yeah. um, leads the killer basically to his house. Um, and I really enjoyed that as kind of like a you know we know that this character's hiding something and we're watching him try to hide it in front of his friends um because at that point they've seen like some of these snuff videos and are basically like freaking out and trying to figure out like should they call the police should they take the laptop direct to the police station um and then matthias gets told you know gets direct gets contacted by the killer um and so he has to kind of lie and make it seem like this isn't real suddenly and kind of how his friends react to that and how they slowly like pick holes in what he's doing. And I, I just loved all of that. And I loved uh, the, the acting from Matthias was actually fantastic. Mm. It's something that like we didn't mention before, but like the way he on his, his face, because we're, we're just getting him in, you know, profile on a webcam, but the way he is showing his like fear and kind of anxiety and stress in the situation is, incredibly well done and how he kind of transitions between them you know because there are moments when he can like talk to his friends when he thinks he's okay to do so and there are moments when he's having to put on an act for the killer and stuff and all all of that was just really just a fun cat and mouse yeah that i thoroughly enjoyed yeah it was a really like that was one of the thing obviously going into this movie we didn't really know what the main crux of this would be um you know kind of i remember only seeing a little bit of the trailer but it was kind of a case of guy gets a new laptop he finds a folder on it oh no there's some dodgy shit and then like that's kind of the setup for the movie you know discovering this in this group chat um but i really wasn't expecting it to be so intricate with like you say he's on he's on one video group chat he's on um a lot of the times he's also sending video calls to amaya um you then see obviously like the person whose laptop it is with amaya like behind her in the video and like Mm. all of that cool stuff like there's a lot going on Yeah, and even that like the fact that she's deaf like yeah we're getting um hush vibes yeah like from that kind of you know and that's that's super interesting as well and like creates the tension of you know like like i say like hush just in this one like isolated scene that we get snippets of yeah definitely i think that is well like it's that's not something that feels crowbarred into this movie at all it doesn't feel like oh we just wanted a deaf character to have a deaf character no. um like they do a really good job of making it feel proper genuine early on and that is one of the main things that draws you in prior to the horror is the the kind of back and forth between uh, matthias and amaya um obviously you said about like the fact that it's really strained and you can feel the struggle um and you really do feel for matthias because you can feel that he's trying um yeah, it's uh, one of those things where like he is madly in love with her yeah and he just needs to show her that and he can't like show her that the way she wants to be shown it and it's you feel matthias's frustration the, one of the yeah 
one, one of the only times I was slightly frustrated with the way a character reacted pretty much in the entire movie was early on with um, Amaya's reaction mm. because he kind of creates this app um, yeah. to talk to her um, using sign language. And, and whilst I see her point without going into it too much, like she doesn't receive this well at all. Um, mm. She kind of like gets really annoyed, kicks up a fuss and then kind of like ends the call. Um, I felt like that was really unnecessary. Like it, it, I made her come across like a bit of a bitch and I don't think that's what they were going for at all. It, it did and it wasn't until later on that they gave the realisation yeah. that obviously she wanted to communicate both ways better mm. and that wasn't doing that and it yeah. was kind of it was, it was kind of to the point I said where like Matthias is desperately trying to show how much he loves her but he's showing it in the wrong way mm. and the frustration you have for him there because you know the time he spent doing that if he'd have if he'd have gone to sign language lessons it would have probably been better time better spent yeah uh you know but you know i I love that kind of relationship between the two of them and like we get like um matthias kind of loads up his his sad video montage (laughs) with with amaya and we get to see some of their relationship like that and you know that could that could have been like super cheesy but i really you know i really appreciated it and like early on in the film he was um signed into spotify and he has like an amaya playlist and like (laughs) chose a very exact song just before she joined the video chat so it was playing in the background when they were talking and stuff and i Mm. I really appreciate all of that yeah um and it it just like i say it, it felt genuine Mm. everything about this you could imagine someone doing that and kind of just everything it did um which is something that it, it really does help keep you in the moment for the entire film when it does feel so genuine throughout. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't really say anything negative about the film. Well, one of my only negatives, and by the end of it, I was totally fine with this, but I think you spoke about this as well. Um, but like early on, there's a glitch effect that they use mm. in this movie, um, especially because everything is so clean and like runs really well in this film. And then kind of the only kind of stuttery effect they have, uh, you know, similar to like an old VHS or like just a glitch in a computer, um, is when they have like certain killers on screen. Um, their whole body is like cloaked in this glitch effect. And it's really bizarre and kind of odd to begin with, where it's like, why is their whole body glitched out and the rest of the screen is absolutely fine? Um, you definitely get used to it and it's not as bad, but yeah. to begin with, I, I thought it was a little bit it, over the it top. Was, it was, it was, un, it was kind of weird to begin with, but as you start to understand who these guys are and mm. how kind of well organized, you know, he is and kind of how how well he can do things, I, I did enjoy it because it does. It felt right for that character to be able to do that. Um, mm. You know, it felt kind of like, yeah, he does just mess with the technology and, you know, just can't be seen. You know, you see you see different snippets of video footage and he's just blurred out throughout. Um, and, yeah, no, I, I, I did appreciate it at the end of it. Like, he'll only let you see him if he, if he you know, if, if he allows it, basically. Yeah. Um, um, there, there was one other thing that I did want to touch on briefly before we uh, stop talking about this movie is that my, my favorite moment of this whole movie um, was involving AJ and mm. kind of how his character develops through the movie because they obviously they set up early on that he is kind of the, the woke character he you know is talking about the government and all this and that and, and he's very much yeah, he's also saying how he's like completely anonymous on the yeah internet, so he's off the awesome. grid yeah which yeah. is a fascinating concept, especially in a movie like this, because we already see early on that a couple of the characters get their kind of um, identities revealed through like really basic internet searches. And it's yeah. something that like a lot of people probably aren't aware of, you know, like it's pretty easy to find out a lot about people these days through the internet, you know, home addresses, phone numbers, that sort of thing. Um, whereas when you get this character who has really gone through it quite painstakingly to like avoid that sort of thing, like the way they handle that in the movie and then ultimately where that goes, I thought was incredibly well written. Um, it was really, really thrillingly portrayed on the screen where like my heart was racing and and, and it was getting worse and worse. Extremely clever when it was first written and was was just on the script but then yeah. 
how it was actually shot and and made just elevated it even more so it was the, it was the, it was my favorite scene in the film as well yeah like you, you just get this sense of impending doom and you just feel sick to your stomach because you know what's going to happen and also the fact that that to me was the most genuine part of the entire film um where the stuff like that could easily happen and and it's really really wild and bizarre. like it's it's without going into it too much like there's this thing on kind of twitch like when people obviously play video games on twitch um there was this horrible thing that's been going around for the last few years you don't see it as much these days um called swatting i don't know if you've ever heard of this oh yeah so people will drop into the game and then like basically scream you know uh cheat no that's not what that is no it's it's basically these streamers so someone will be live streaming a game or whatever and they these people in the chat or whatever they somehow find out your home address through whatever means and they basically phone up the police and say like this person's got a bomb or whatever you need to go to their house and so it's called swatting because they want you to be playing a video game and then suddenly you hear bang 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 on the door and then suddenly a a swat team comes in you know guns to the gills sort of thing and it's really like a really devastating thing that can happen to these people because obviously they they're terrified they go to the ground they're getting manhandled like all this stuff's getting checked and it's absolutely horrific and like you can actually find like it it could have a really horrible ending as well it has multiple times yeah, like th- there is sure a story earlier this year where someone um basically was playing a game with someone and they kind of knew them and they fell out and he thought oh i know this guy's streaming to like you know a couple hundred people or whatever i'll go- i'm gonna get him swatted and and he ended up getting killed and yeah. it was absolutely insane and horrific and it's one of those really awful things that you see on the internet and so the th- it was that was kind of already on my mind watching this film because that was one of the maybe the most horrific trends i've seen in the internet in recent years and the fact that they used that in this movie and used it in a really effective way in a really believable way i just thought was stunning like really really well done um Mm. so yeah i just wanted to call that out but and like you say like overall like this movie is fantastic it's it's really it doesn't have any right to be as good as it is um because obviously maybe what we've described might not sound that interesting but i'd say give it a go i think it i think this definitely isn't for everyone yeah like because of the style you know, because you you have to want to be sucked into like you know watching through a laptop screen, mm. um, and and it is a very out there concept as well. Um, I read a couple of the reviews kind of um, after right. watching it, and and they they pretty much span from like you know ones and twos to nines and tens. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's the internet. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like more so than I've kind of seen. Like it's not just like you have like oh you know i saw this trailer what looked rubbish one out of ten mm. it's like no the people have genuinely seen it and really dislike it and then really love it so i think it is kind of you know one of those that can be a little bit divisive but mm. um, yeah I'm, I'm definitely in the love it group yeah, I think it's one of those things, like you say, where if this is something that you're into, you know, if you're into the modern take on horror, you know, everything about this is modern. Um, mm. The social media aspect, the internet aspect, the way it's shot and all that stuff. If you're into that type of stuff, like, it's a no-brainer that you watch this movie because it's one of the best ones that I've seen. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're there's no doubt in our, in our minds that we're going to be talking about this at the end of 2018, <laughs> regardless of what we see for the rest of the year. I can... crazy. Like, I would have never thought that. No when we just knew the title of this movie no i think i think we both hoped that like oh yeah that could be good you know i didn't expect it to be exceptional which is what we got um so yeah massive surprise and massively insane i know it's awesome to see like a really sick one i'm really glad that we obviously saw this as well because you know we were kind of on the fence we were then about to make it up yeah we were about to see the uh big dumb shark movie and we thought no let's see that little uh enfriended sequel that turned out to be amazing um but yeah we've still got the meg to look forward to which is a lot of fun um but yeah that was our discussion of unfriended dark web uh we'll take a short break and we'll be right back so yeah just to round us off this week uh we did have a uh twitter question this week uh, of course follow us on twitter at shb pod um this was from uh, cody um also wanted to mention as well that cody let us know that he recently watched hardcore henry um i don't know when if i talked about that recently or not or, or if he's sort of listened to some older shows um I feel, I feel like we recommended it recently okay i mean I yeah it wouldn't surprise me like if i just talked I about it every week <laughs> hardcore henry recently in in some 
description <laughs> yeah i mean but i it, feel like i do that quite often <laughs> yeah if we're talking about obviously the movie we just watched us talking about how i don't think it got the dues it's deserved um if we're talking about a movie that widely didn't get the reception that i think it deserves that is the one out of every film we've covered for this show um because it would definitely be in a in an all-time list for me like i adore this movie it's it's comfort food for me and like i can just put this movie on at any time and always have a good time with it um you know occasionally i might just watch the first half or oh, i just want to see that really cool scene towards the end or just sit and watch the whole thing like it's one of those those really fun time movies for me and so i'm really happy that someone else has checked this out and really enjoyed it um so yeah i'm really glad you enjoyed that one cody um but his question um was uh what are your favorite horror movies that involve killer dolls or other inanimate objects being brought to life um interesting one i know that cody is definitely a fan of the child's play movies um so because we were talking to him about them but yeah like i i was struggling with this one so like what what did you sort of think about this one i i had one just instantly pop into my head Mm. um directed by james wan all right yeah dead silence yeah yeah kind of the annabelle before annabelle yeah the annabelle before annabelle that's Mm. actually good yeah um i really like this movie um it's kind of like a load of ventriloquist dolls that, that come to life. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, it, it has an interesting story, uh, was proper scary. You can see how James Wan kind of was testing out kind of things before the conjuring and that, that sort of thing. And this was kind of like, because is, was this his second movie after, was his next one after Saw? I think it might have been. Well, did he do Death Sentence first and then this, or was it this first and then Death Sentence? It was either one or the two. Because I know, I know, I know they, those, yeah, those were his two movies. Yeah, they were both after Saw. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed. I was literally the same year. (laughs) Yeah, I really enjoyed Dead Silence. So I think, I think you know, and if you want some killer dolls, then uh, that's the one for you. Yeah, I've wanted to like check this out again because it does just look like the kind of adult sort of horror movie version of slappy from goosebumps <laughs> oh yeah that's exactly like the second i saw this movie like advertised i was like this is goosebumps it's yeah like a terrifying horror movie it's, yeah it's good man yeah that's a good one like i'm glad i'm glad you sort of thought of one because yeah i was i was thinking like obviously child's play comes to mind um obviously we're both really excited for the new puppet master movie um yeah. and so but then other than that i was thinking like yeah, they're really called that out in the tweet didn't he, that he yeah master as well yeah so there isn't like a huge amount really like i was trying to think of other ones like i remember there's um is it christine the one about the stephen king one with the car yeah yeah like i haven't seen that so i don't know if it's good or not but it was one that came to mind yeah so that was one of the only ones really i could think of um if anyone else has any recommendations Mm. definitely hit us up and we'll we'll sort of uh talk about it again on the show because i think this is a really interesting one um but yeah like obviously a lot of like goosebumps stories are similar to that as well but they're not necessarily you know horror films um yeah so yeah things come into life as well and kind of uh you know enjoying the the kind of uh slapstickiness of like a child's play as well i definitely mm. think like evil dead yeah is, is fantastic for that um <laughs> yeah there are a couple of like really fun out there movies like critters as well and those sorts of things that are just like yeah not you know like weird they're like you know they're the weird little animals that, that have come from space that kill people that mm. is like really you know at the time i haven't seen that movie and for god knows how long now but i remember it just being like really fun practical effects and really out there and it kind of it kind of sounds like it'll be your cup of tea with with what what you've said you like you know with child's play and and kind of uh, puppet master and that sort of thing yeah so not directly what you're asking for but i think in that vein so yeah hopefully we answered your question there cody um I was just going to briefly mention before we uh, obviously uh, finish this week's show, obviously Castle Rock, um, talked about it last week. Um, it's how you've seen four episodes now? Yep. I think we might have to start talking a bit more spoilery because it's difficult, obviously, with it not being that widely like available. Um, yeah. But like the show is so good, and I don't want just want to say every week like it's amazing without really going into it. Um, because I think that like as the story is progressing now, it's just getting really, really fascinating. And I think obviously i highly recommend people check this out um it's a real shame that it, it seems like it's not really coming to the uk properly are we getting a um is it like a mid-season break or something i don't know i really don't know i've just kind of been be watching it to kind of you know um maybe discuss like the first uh yeah you know 
first half of the season or something and do like a mid-season review maybe yeah we should try and do that next week um because yeah like it's a thing to kind of give people warning if they are really interested to try and kind of try and watch them all before that um yeah maybe we'll talk a bit more in depth next week about it because i I really think it is it's one of the best horror like tv shows i've seen this year and i I think it's it's really just a fascinating show um especially obviously if you're into the stephen king stuff like i think that's the thing that is kind of my biggest takeaway from it is how much they nail that kind of style of story so well um like we see a lot of these things like even like a stranger things you can put in that category and these other stuff um i think like one of the only things that this show is kind of missing is like the young sort of child cast um Mm. and that'd be something i think interesting going forward in in like maybe a season two castle rock you know maybe it is set with like a younger cast um because that is pretty much the only thing the show is missing um like, yeah, you don't even know if, like, the, the town's got a school right now. Oh, yeah. do, actually, because you see, like, one kid outside school and she gets drugs from him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> point, yeah. The only time you see, like, a high school in this entire show, which is yeah. something that's set in, like, one of these small American towns. Yeah. Like, normally the school seems fairly integral, but it's basically just Shawshank is just... Yeah, the hob of the town. Yeah, that seems to be, like, where the main stuff's going on. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really good. Like, it, like as we mentioned before, exceptionally well acted. Really, sort of fully realized characters. Um, I think they they're giving enough each episode as well to keep it really fresh each week. Um, obviously, some shows they don't work that way. I think it's way better to binge them, whereas others kind of like Game of Thrones. Like, would be a difficult one to binge because of how much sort of content there is um, and how yeah. dense it is. Whereas, you know, I, I enjoy seeing that. Yeah, like I think I need a week's break between each episode of that. Whereas you know some other shows, it's like American Horror Story. I think I like to sort of let it build up. Um, whereas this, I I am really enjoying the ride of just one a week. I think it is enough, and is enough is happening to where I am really genuinely excited to check out the next one. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about this sort of more at a later date. Um, there was uh, one movie that I did just uh, rewatch in the past week that I just wanted to also briefly mention because I think I've talked about it sort of in passing on the show before. Um, we talked about Apostle, which is coming out sort of later this year. Um, Gareth Evans' new movie. Um, obviously, his previous two movies, The Raid and The Raid 2. Um, I- I'd only ever seen them once before. Have you-, have you seen both the films? I've seen both once, yeah. Yeah, so like I had it on, I bought them on Blu ray sort of when they came out because I loved it so much and, and just have been meaning to rewatch it. And kind of what I remember wasn't necessarily correct like in my mind i remembered it being really good gritty hand-to-hand combat like a lot of punching and kicking sort of thing like a sort of you know a martial arts type film mm. um there definitely is that but i'd forgot how just insanely brutal this film is um in the, in a really horror sense like a lot of it is machete based uh fighting so it is just kind of like punch punch and then once you get the opening boom a limb gets chopped off or you know a stab in the neck and then you're on to the next person like it's really quick kills and really like visceral kills um whereas i thought it was a lot of more like prolonged fist fights which there is a couple of in the movie um but it is way more of like the body count you know it's like shoot this guy in the head run to him stab him in the neck like that sort of action um which is way more horror focused than i remember so that's definitely why i wanted to bring it up like if you haven't checked this movie out it is insanely good um i'd also forgot how amazing the soundtrack is um mike shinoba actually did the soundtrack for this um Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's one of the only films he's ever done the sort of original score for, but it, it just, it, it fits the energy of this movie so well. Um, I don't really want to go into what the movie's about because I think it's best if you just watch it sort of raw. Um, but yeah, I, I rewatched it. It's amazing. I can't wait to watch The Raid 2 and I'm just even more excited for Apostle now, sort of later this year. Um, but yeah, I had to mention that. Amazing, amazing movie. Definitely check it out. Um, that'd be a good sort of double feature. Go watch Hardcore Henry and then The Raid. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> kind of feel like hardcore henry has scratched that itch for me because i've yeah. been in the raid in a long time either but. oh yeah i can i can lend it to you it's amazing it's so good um but yeah that was that was this week's show obviously we, we talked about it a few times on the show but next week the meg um excitement levels for this one well i mean i don't know we're gonna have to draw a new low line i think <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be better than jaws <laughs> is uh, what uh, a fairer question will it be better than deep blue sea of course that's, not that's, that's where my line is deep blue sea is a classic mate jaws isn't <laughs> i love jaws just for people in case people don't know i've seen jaws many many times it's one of my personal favorites um i think i think you just said the meg's better than jaws. <laughs> 
Listen, you haven't seen it. It's got Dwight Schrute in it, so if we know anything about former actors, if we know anything about former actors from The Office in in horror films this year, so far they're pretty well. So yeah, they are one for one, but he's not directing it. So will it be one for two or two for two? Find out next week. Mm-hmm. so yeah that that will be fun next week but this week of course we talked about unfriended dark web uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone and